T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. No, it's not just you. Says who? Says NBC News. No, it's not just you. A full two-thirds of Republicans still don't believe Biden was elected legitimately. Just 5% of Trump-supporting Republicans view Biden's election as legitimate a full two years after the 2020 race. Why? Because you can't watch what we watched, what the world watched. They think it was real. It was one of the most unbelievable things I've ever seen. I was glued to the TV. This is what I do. And Trump had won North Carolina and Florida. Brett Baer predicted he said 80 percent chance trump was going to win the whole thing i went to bet trump was ahead by hundreds of thousands of votes in each of the five swing states they looked like things were going well and then a strange thing happened you weren't the only one that saw it the whole world saw it they all shut down just stop counting only the swing states it was weird really weird and when they reopened Gosh darn, Biden was ahead by tens to hundreds of thousands of voters in all five. What are the odds? The five swing states that all just shut down in the middle of the night uh, with Trump ahead and everyone. And then they reopen it in all five. Biden's ahead. The whole world knew what they were watching. I was on Twitter that night and I was watching the reactions, not from here, but everywhere else. They're stealing it. Look at them. They're stealing it. It was so obvious to anybody who knew. In the weeks after, we'd learned the whole truth. We'd watch the video. We'd see the pictures. Republican poll watchers ejected. Democrat poll watchers kept in the big poll counting blue centers. Cardboard put up in the windows so nobody could see what was going on. That's why today... Just 22% of registered Republican voters, whether they support Trump or not, believe Biden is legitimately the president. Then the Trump campaign made a critical error. They let Sidney Powell run her mouth. She was associated with the campaign then. She shortly after would not be. She went on and on about them stealing it using voting machines. She didn't have any proof. That should have gut checked the Trump people immediately. But she went on and on and on and never could come up with the proof. She still hasn't. That made it super easy for the mainstream media to pounce. It was a terrible tactical error. If you claim Dominion Machine stole the election from you, then you need to prove it and quickly. They never could. 
Look, I'm not saying these machines don't steal votes. We saw a lot of funny stuff in a lot of counties. I'm just saying they never came up with definitive proof. They still haven't today. And that drives me mad because we do have proof they stole the election. We even know exactly how they did it. And it wasn't using the machines. And because those tactics work so well, they're using them again. I feel like I'm literally watching a replay of 2020. I'm not saying they're going to manage to steal anything, but I am saying they're going to try. And this time, they've got the FBI on board. They're literally running through exactly the same playbook as before. It goes like this. Simply ignore the law and go get people to vote by absentee ballot. Flood the zone with illegal votes. The most transparent place this happened And this is how they stole 170,000 votes in Wisconsin. The strategy used to do that is now being followed exactly in Pennsylvania. And we're running out of time to stop it. As the GOP leadership, as usual, sits on its hands. What happened in Pennsylvania? If you remember from the Battleground podcast back then, I'll never forget the Fox News broadcast. They were literally live at a park in Wisconsin. And the only way you can vote absentee legally in Wisconsin is to request an absentee ballot in writing by mail. That creates a paper trail, highly verifiable. You have to prove your ID through a series of steps, mail it in, then they mail the ballot to you. Anything else is illegal. But in Wisconsin, they just ignored it. Who? Boards of election. Across the state, several of them partnered with the Biden campaign, but not the Trump campaign, to hold open-air voting sessions with stacks of absentee ballots and whoever wandered by allowed to fill them out. In other words, a complete open-air, in-your-face violation of Wisconsin state law. Nobody wrote through the mail to request the ballot, took the necessary steps. 170,000 people would vote this way. Every one of their votes patently illegal. I'll never forget Sarah Huckabee Sanders on Fox News being asked as she's shown the footage of these people illegally voting. And by the way, you also in Wisconsin can only cast your ballot in a legally sanctioned voting place. There are a bunch of steps that have to be taken to make a place a legally sanctioned voting place. You can't just pick a park and go out there. But they use COVID as an excuse. Well, you know, open air, it's all nice and safe. You're breaking the law, though. Well, but COVID. And so Sarah Huckabee Sanders is asked by the Fox News host, is is Republican Party going to do anything? Is the Trump campaign going to do anything? They didn't. They lost Wisconsin, ultimately. As those ballots were chucked into the large string of ballots, never to be separated again. It wasn't the only votes that were stolen there. Out-of-state voters, 6,800 of them illegally voted in Wisconsin. Not a one's ever been prosecuted. What was Biden's margin of victory in Wisconsin? 20,000. How many absentee ballots were cast without statutorily required application again? 170,000. What does this mean? We'll never know who really won Wisconsin. It's unknowable. And it's happening right now in Pennsylvania. And even the FBI's involved. Not trying to stop it. No. Trying to warn those who would try to stop it. But before we get to that, I'll tell you why this to me, feels so much like 2020 again. By September of 2020, and I made a lot of this on my show and on the battleground at the time, very strange messages, all of them nearly identical, began to be hurled at us from the mainstream media and from the CEOs of Twitter and Facebook. They were all saying the same thing. 
It would look like voter fraud, but it wouldn't be. There'd be a delay in counting the votes, and that might look like the election was being stolen, but really it wouldn't be. The Washington Post even went so far as to warn in a tweet that this perceived delay that would look like voter fraud could even cause violence on the right. Why, we might lose our democracy, but it would all be okay. And I was left wondering, how on earth in September do all these people know there's going to be this delay? How do they know that? It got weirder. Even CEO of Twitter, then CEO of Twitter, Jack Dorsey, warned about this delay. So did Mark Zuckerberg. Both of them said they'd take appropriate steps to, qu- to squelch any speech questioning said delay. Facebook even announced it would go so far as to shut down private messages, remember, uh, between voters questioning the weirdness of the election. Well, then we saw why on the night of the 2020 election. The whole world knew. They knew what they were watching. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The shutdowns, the kicking out of the poll watchers, but only the Republicans. It was so obvious. We're seeing it. Again, this time, it's the FBI saying it. Up until this week, the FBI was insisting that the 2022 election would be totally secure. It was going to be awesome. That's after declaring the 2020 election the most secure ever. That was the election, you'll remember, from a previous Battleground podcast where they sent Agent Elvis Chan, their cybersecurity expert, out to Facebook to lie about the New York Post article on Hunter Biden. (laughs) That laptop... That's Russian disinformation. Yep, they did the same thing with Twitter and got it pulled. This is what they call the safest election ever. And Chan did such a good job lying, and some of us would say committing fraud, that they put him in charge of securing the election this time. Understand to the FBI and Democrats securing the election is making sure nothing that reflects badly on them, including evidence of their crime, ever makes it into the public record. And this rhetoric went on until this week. And then... Suddenly, the FBI and Department of Injustice switched tactics, warning about a terrible threat to our democracy. Why? There were cyber threats posed by China and Russia. And even worse, the real threat, the potential for violence, would come from a surprising place. Where? Election workers, including those, they said, this is the FBI, working at polling stations. Well, how? Well, it might be the polling workers themselves or extremists who are either domestic partisans, they said, or foreign intelligence operatives. And what might these poll working extremists do or others at the polls? Why? They might object when the results are delayed or there's what appear to be strange glitches in the machines. Object when the results are delayed. What what is the FBI saying here? I'll explain this to you. What's just happened here is that the left and the FBI figured out um, that political podcaster, Steve Bannon, who they just arrested, uh, by the way, 
has put together one heck of a network of poll watchers. And they're being trained to resist. In other words, um, when they want to put the cardboard up in the windows because um, the trucks full of ballots are pulling up in the back and they're only wanting to kick out the Republican poll watchers but not the Democrats, resist. Don't go. Report what's going on. Roll your video. Steve Bannon has been pushing this process and recruiting volunteers for months now. But the FBI appears to just have found out about it. And they freaked and panicked. Here's how they put it. Listen to how eerily similar this was to the 2020 lead up. Listen to what they say. It's either going to be domestic partisans or foreign intelligence operatives who will seize on delayed results or isolated voting machine glitches to spread lies about the security of the process. And it might even result in violence as these poll watchers refuse to cooperate. So what they're doing is preparing to interject the DOJ and the FBI into the process to make sure, I'm telling you, that the Republicans are removed from the counting room. As I read this with my jaw hanging open, I had a terrible sense of deja vu. As I asked the same questions that I was asking frantically on the air starting in September, how did Jack Dorsey know that there would be delays in the county? How how did Zuckerberg know that? How were Democrat operatives doing interviews with Axios claiming there'd be delays in the counting process that would look weird? How does the FBI know this time around that there'll be delayed results? Because it's planned. That's how. Causing even more panic by the FBI is the Democrat Party's deep and abiding need to illegally stuff ballot boxes in order to win. And in a few places around the country, uh, some of our poll watchers have been sitting on ballot boxes, some of them armed. They use those few examples to raise the alarm. But the bottom line is the network also sits on ballot boxes and simply films. Probably a pretty good idea after Dinesh D'Souza's movie, A Thousand Mules, where Democrats, in particular in Georgia, which he focused on, were only allowed to deliver their ballot and the ballot of a relative who is infirm. And you had to get permission in writing. People were walking up to those ballot boxes and stuffing handfuls in. So um, our watchers have been sitting on the ballot boxes. This has freaked the FBI out. You can't steal a race if people are watching. But what are they covering up? This, it's the exact same tactic that they're using right now in Pennsylvania that they used in Wisconsin. And here's what they're doing. The Democrat Party just illegally mailed out 255,000 absentee ballots. That resulted in a letter from 15 GOP legislators warning them and the Secretary of State and Boards of Election to knock it off. State law in Pennsylvania says you cannot receive a ballot by law unless you request it in writing in the mail. It's the same as Wisconsin. The Democrat Party said hell with that managed to get some of their liberal election board's counterparts to give them the ballots and off they went. And as we, if we, you know, challenge this after the election, no doubt they'll be screaming voter suppression. But they're the ones breaking the law. The goal, of course, is to get the ballots back to the boards of election and mix them in with the general flow before anybody can stop it. So far, they've only gotten a warning from the state uh, legislators there in Pennsylvania. I'm hoping and praying that a Republican lawsuit will be forthcoming. 
My suspicion, at least I know what I'd do next if I was them, you mail out the 255000 you account for that, and then you have boxes more ready to go on the side. You know the boxes, the ones they pull up with with the van when they know how many votes that they need, which of course necessitates throwing the Republican poll watchers out, which of course necessitates the FBI pre-painting them as Russian operatives or, you know, dangerous, potentially violent partisans. That's what's going on. Will it be enough? Here's the thing. It's going to be hard to steal both houses of Congress, both the House and the Senate. And the reason for that is that those House races are very rarely contained in one county. They usually bisect two, if not three counties, two, if not three boards of election. That's really hard to coordinate that for fraud. Certainly not impossible, but much harder. Democrats, when you look at the reports of these people being thrown out and the shenanigans, they've almost all gone on in big blue cities like Atlanta and Chicago. They need those. So it'll be easier to steal Senate seats, which are statewide, than House seats, which are much smaller. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it'll be harder. That's why I'm going to be watching the Senate race like a hawk, especially now that the Democrat Party has teamed up with the FBI to use the same rhetoric, the same threats, the same tactics. Keep an eye on it. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.